Yo, what's happening? On the other page. How's it going? John Fitch here. John Fitch knows nothing. That's right. He came to listen to nothing. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I have any play today because I felt like it. Um, what's going on, guys? Guys, there are fights. There are fights this weekend. Did you watch the fights? I watched some fights. It was awesome. I love watching the fights. Uh, I didn't catch all the UFC, unfortunately. Uh, I don't know what the deal is with the early fights on them. I understand if they're going to a different um, country or something, different time zone, but like, what was the point of having that fight at that time? Come on, man. I got class at 11. I got class from 11 to 1230, and they're starting main events at at noon, get out of here. Come on. It's bad enough you're a monopoly and you're freaking exploiting fighters, but now you're screwing fans. <laughs> Come on, man. All right. Uh, yeah, so I caught as much of the, of the UFC as I could because I didn't get back till about, you know, uh, what, 1 o'clock. And I did catch... The one FC or one out, I keep saying one FC, but it's one championship now. One championship card. I got to see that. That was uh, some good fights. Uh, not a lot of the names of the guys um, you can recognize. So <laughs> I don't know unless you saw it. There was a lightweight fight that was really good. A lot of their fights are pretty good, but you don't know much about the guys and they're smaller guys. But there was one fight in particular that uh, was really important i think we'll talk about that a little bit later um and that was the uh the big russian and bular the the russian the russian is uh he's good he's a scary guy i've been reading about him but i haven't really caught him fight live yet and um we'll definitely definitely get into that uh later uh but right now i think we're going to start off with the bare knuckles because i watched uh most of the bare knuckles the main event all the main events uh, part of the bare knuckles. I did not catch the three undercard fights. Um, I don't know why I missed those. Uh, I had the fights on pretty early. I don't know why I just didn't catch them. But there were some really good, um, some pretty good fights. Um, interesting, uh, Patrick. Patrick Luther Winchester says Stephen uh, Cornelia did great video about UFC fighter pay and why your favorite MMA fighters are broke. Um, I mean, that's pretty. You can just come here. You can come here. You can interview me, and we can tell you exactly why. You know, it's a monopoly. There's not a free market. When there's no free market and you don't have equal competition, like that's what happens. You get a fixed price. You have fixed prices, fixed pay. It's not market share. It's not market value. Um, you know, UFC deliberately paces fights uh, apart for fighters to keep them hungry, to make sure that, that they're starving by the time they offer them another bout agreement. So it's impossible for them to say no. 
there's a lot of dirty tactics, a lot of dirty tactics that go into it. Um, you can do me a favor there, Patrick. Send me a link. Right? You can send me a link, DM me on, on Twitter, or even just tag me on Twitter, and I'll, I'll give it a peek. Um, I'll give it a peek, okay? But let's do it. Let's get into the bare knuckles, man, because the bare knuckles, they just deliver. They deliver. You know, it just is. It's just they've been um, delivering good fights for quite some time now, right? I missed the first three fights here. I missed the first three ones. Um, unfortunately, I'm not sure why I did. Sorry about this. My make sure the. Rockfin is playing good. All right. But yeah, man, <clears throat> some good fights. Townsell and uh, Wine Miller. This was the first fight that I saw. I'm gonna find I'm gonna find the insta for them real quick. I thought I have to do that. Um those bare knuckles. They uh, they put some good video clips up of the fights and um, they don't ding me. I don't get copyrighted crap from them. Uh, when I show them here, so I'll show these. I got a copyrighted ding from uh, Viacom showing the stupid Bellator stuff. I don't understand it, man. I don't understand why you would limit the press or people from like showing. And it wasn't like I stole it from the stream or whatever. I I, I used the press's video clips. So was what they're already putting out there for people to see in the press. I just used that for you guys to see. I don't understand why that's not okay. I, I argued it on the Clips channel, and they said it was fine, but, like, they, they, yeah, they won't let me monetize, and they edited the crap on my stream. It's so uh, irritating. But if you go and watch my stuff on Rockfin, you don't have to worry about it. I don't get censored there. I can put that stuff up. I'll put the clips up. But I'll, uh, let me see. I think there's a couple clips of the uh, Wine Miller Towns will fight right here. Oh, yeah, this is good. There's some nice slow motion action here. I'm going to show this. This is a good fight. Both these guys have seen both these guys fight uh, before. You know, I'm getting to the point now where I've, I'm starting to see, I've been watching this for a while, so I'm starting to see these guys over and over and over again. I'm seeing some development. I'm seeing some skills and, and things. I'm starting to get to know these guys a little bit. It's nice. It's good to see. Uh, it's not just uh, random tough guys trying to prove themselves like tough, you know, the old tough man <laughs> competitions. He has some really skilled guys with some real abilities and real, real grit. That's the, that's the other thing that um, there's a level of grit and, and bare knuckles that just um, you don't get in any other combat sport, honestly. So that's one of the reasons why I really like it. <clears throat> uh, Wine Miller Townsell, right? Both these guys, big, strong, good head movement, good clean boxing, pretty good defense. Good, you know, like I, I can't, I can't find huge flaws. Uh, in them and the short rounds, neither one of them gets tired. They haven't been getting tired. They land good, good shots. Um, they started off in the first, both guys landed big shots. Uh, um, Wine Miller uh, got cut pretty bad in that first round. And uh, I was leaning uh, towards uh, Townsville winning that first round. I think he was out to a head start. It was a close round, but because of the bleeding, because of how Wine Miller looked after the first round. I would say that 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 uh, no, I'm sorry. After the way that town, uh, no, yeah, after the way that Wine Miller looked after the first round, I'd say the Townsville won that first round. Um, to get into the um, second round, and uh, 
Wyatt Miller was able to land some very clean straight, a very he, he landed a really clean straight right hand, and uh, it dropped Townsell. You know, um, this is a good fight. I'm gonna look. I want to show you the uh, the slow motion clips that they they put up on the on the Insta. Give the uh, bare knuckle Insta a follow. They do a pretty good job. Here is that Townsell and Wine Miller. Boom! There's that straight right. It was just that was vicious, man. It was nasty. It was a nasty right. <clears throat> Slips. That's good. Uppercut. Right there, good head movement that I was talking about right there. And, you know, like Townsville was close to landing his own punch. Look look at the difference, you know. Wine Miller landed square with that right hand. That's a really nice slip. He landed square with that right hand. Townsville just missed. He was just a little bit off target. You know, that has some good, excellent head work, head movement there by Wine Miller. You know, if your head doesn't move in bare knuckles, mm, might not be the right spot for you. But you can see right here, he just he moves his head just out of the way. If that would have, if he would have an inch more, he would have got smacked our hand. We might have had a double knockout at that point. Slip, boom, uppercut. It's nice. These guys had a really good fight, man. It was fun. If you're not watching the bare knuckles, I don't know what to tell you. Maybe you don't really like violence. Maybe you don't. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe maybe you should watch uh, field hockey. Something I don't know. You're not wrong. You're not wrong, Andy Lee. Bellator needs a damn promotion, anyways. <laughs> oh man, Edgar, thanks for asking, buddy. I'm having a wonderful day. It's sunny. I got to do some work in the backyard on a little thing I'm trying to refurbish for fun. Uh, I got my work done early. Me and the kids spent some time at the pool. Um, yeah, man, it's good. I got a fighter staying with me. We got to take him to the pool. My girlfriend's doing good. Everything looks good, man. I got a, my summer trip is booked. Uh, we're headed back to Indiana. I'm going to make a, uh, uh, a swing through. We're going to take the southern route this year. We're going to make a swing through Vegas. I just talked to Master Nick today. So we're going to be stopping through one kicks spot. And uh, I think it'll be, what, July 29th. And we're going to do a seminar there on the way to Indiana. So I'm going to stop off, sleep sleep that night. It's eight hours from here to, to Vegas. Uh, I'm told it's like a 36-hour trip. So, you know, it'll be good. It's going to be good. I'm going to teach some violence. I'm teaching some seminars uh, out in Indiana. It's going to be fun. The week before the trip, I'm doing a, uh, I'm doing a camp. I'm doing a wrestling camp, three-day wrestling camp here in San Jose. So if you guys are around, I'm going to break that up into days. Each day is going to be a specific type of teaching around wrestling. So people could come for one day or all three. It's really up to you. Uh, it'll be great for people who are just straight wrestling or people who want to learn uh, a specific element of wrestling for whatever discipline, whether it's you know MMA or uh, um, jiu-jitsu, whatever. It'll be good. It's going to be good. So the summer's shaping up. Things are... Things are looking good, guys. Things are looking good. Let's get back. Let's get back. All right. So what was the uh, – that was Wyatt Miller Townsend. That was good. Uh, let's get this next one. Let's get this next one. There we go. 
Blas and Armas. And Blas put Armas on blast, right? He put him on blast because uh, he came out hard and fast and made short, short work of him. I really did. Uh, Blas, uh, he came off the line fast, got to the head, set up a collar tie on one side or a half plum. You know, you have the full plum and Muay Thai. He had the half plum. And he took that half plum and just unloaded a barrage of uppercuts, mostly to the body every once in a while coming up to the head. I don't know. He landed. It was like 15. It was like 15 punches, hard punches. And you can argue the fact that maybe um, Armas wasn't hurt, but he didn't move. He didn't react. He just he just covered up and, and uh, got punched a bunch. <laughs> he got punched a bunch. And in that situation, you can't let the fight keep going. Like, maybe he's fine, but, like, if there's no action, if he's not moving, like, ref had to stop it. You got to either circle, get the hell out of there, clinch up, or fire back. And he didn't. So, you know, it, it was what it was, man. Hopefully Armas learns from that and uh, doesn't make that mistake again. But, yeah, nice little nice little performance by Blas. Uh, Carol and Perez was the next fight. Perez was all over Carol right away. Um these guys were fighting a little bit fast and loose. Carroll uh, knocked down, was knocked down on the first 10 seconds <laughs> of the fight. So, like, Perez came off the line fast and hard, put him down within the first 10 seconds. Uh, he knocked him down three times in the first, and uh, Carroll just did not get up after that After that third knockdown. It's just, it was just overwhelmed, overwhelmed by Perez. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, next fight. Rodriguez and Dennis. This was a pretty good fight. Uh, this was entertaining. You know, um, Rodriguez uh, uh, and Dennis was pretty pretty even first round. Rodriguez dropped Dennis uh, in the last few seconds of the round, which which secured the round for him. It was fairly even up to then. I, I couldn't really pick a winner at that point, uh, but he got he got the knockdown at the, in the last you know ten seconds or so. Um, then uh, Rodriguez got dropped. Uh, with uh, a nasty straight right hand. And then um, Rodriguez got dropped two more times. Yep. Ref called it. Ref called it after that. Um, so pretty pretty good performance. You know, Dennis weathered the storm. He stayed in there. It looked like he was going to lose there for a second, but he pulled it out. He pulled it out. Congrats. Congrats on the... Uh, the good performance. Would I ever let me see? Brandon Hunter. Fish, would you ever do a camp near the East Coast? Yes, I travel everywhere. I've, I've done camp. I've done I've done uh seminars in uh uh Japan. I've taught in uh Vietnam, Thailand. Uh I'll I'll travel, man. We'll travel. I gotta get my passport redone but yeah I'll, I'll travel anywhere to uh do some teaching man that's what i like to do oh my goodness is this really happening tell me this is true anakin skywalker saying that did you see junior de santos versus for doom bare knuckles happening i did not see that i did not see that at all but wow Woo! that'd be fun that would be, that'd be fun. Yeah, let's do that. 
Let's go. Make it happen. Um, let's get next fight, next fight. Man, they man, these were some good fights, honestly. They were. Duran and Aguilar. Uh, both these guys are fought fought hard. Oh, it's hard to hard to believe that Aguilar is uh 0-3 now, bare knuckles, really. Mm. Um but yeah. <clears throat> Duran Aguilar, high energy fight. Definitely a high energy fight. There was lots of action. It was a little sloppy. It was a little sloppy. Those guys could tighten it up. You could tighten it up quite a bit. But the the effort, the energy, the, it was there. It was there. I like that. That's good. Keep that. Keep that at that level. Tighten it up. Just tighten it up, and these guys will, will, will be taking less damage and doing more damage. Um, Aguilar took two clean shots, and he took a knee. There were two, like, bop, bop, like, hood-type shots, and he, it was like a delayed knee. He kind of like, all right, I need to, I need to chill, <laughs> right? Um and then he made it. He uh, he did that. Took the eight count. He made it to the to the end of the round, right? And then um, what was the third round? It's third round. And then yeah, he didn't answer the bell. He gave up. I don't know what happened. There wasn't a big explanation of whether he was hurt or whatever, but he just wasn't feeling it. And uh, he stayed down. And uh, Duran wins the fight. Duran's the winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Oh, I see. <clears throat> interesting, interesting. Andy Lee is saying that it's uh, Gamebred FC, not BKFC. So bare knuckles, but full MMA. This sounds pretty good. <laughs> it's, uh, as long as I keep elbows on the ground, right? And uh, we get some knees to the head, some soccer kicks. Let's go. Let's go. Let's bring it back. NHB, man. Let's go. We're already doing bread and circus crap. We're talking about Elon Musk, uh, Musker Nuts, and, and uh, uh, Zucker Fucks are going to fight, right? Let's go, man. Bread and circus. Let's go. Let's do it. Like, why are we patty caking it? Like, putting these little uh, protective mittens on. Let's do it. Let's take them off. Yes, the uh, Michael. Michael Gillette says, how's the lawsuit going? Yep, yep, yep. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. That's the only one I got going right now. <laughs> the UFC class action antitrust lawsuit. We're, we're, uh, we're stuck. We're stuck. We've been stuck over a year. We're waiting for Judge Bullworth to write a decision uh, whether or not he's granting us class certification. That's all we're waiting on. We're waiting on that one man to write uh, his decision out. He's told us numerous times that uh, he was planning on granting us class certification, uh, but he also explicitly kind of said that he wants to make sure that when he writes the decision, it's not going to be easily challenged. I hope that's true. And it's not just like you take a payoff and they're just like waiting it out so they make a ton of money. Um, but yeah, so we're waiting for that decision. And once we get that decision, um, it'll be time for trial. I'm willing to bet UFC tries to settle at that point, which I don't want to do at all. I want to go to I want to go to trial because uh, the longer they wait, the longer they delay. There's more information about their finances that come out. There's more disgruntled fighters, and there's less fan support. Fans are supporting us more and more every day now. It's wild. It blows my mind now. 
10 years ago, I used to say the same things and make the same comments about, oh, this isn't our sports structure. This is garbage. They're stealing from people. And I would get nothing but hate. And you're bitter and you're a loser and you're boring and all this other nutless comments from midwits. And now I get way less of that midwit dumbass commentary. You get a few of them, but I'll get more people backing up my positions and, and arguing for me. I don't even have to do it anymore. Like fans are had enough. Fans are, are educated and smart. They're tired of it. They can see how much the UFC is stealing from them as fans too. I'm not really sure about this, Anakin. I, I, they were talking about this. I don't know anything about it. Um, Anakin is saying, uh, isn't Bryce Hall and BKFC the guy that did YouTube boxing? I, I, I have no idea. They were doing a lot of talk about some influencers trying to jump into the bare knuckle arena. Like, <laughs> talk about a stupid way to get likes. <laughs> there's there's got to be way easier ways to get likes, man, than uh, getting punched in the face bare knuckles. But whatever, whatever, man. <laughs> whatever uh, um andy lee uh he says andy lee saying ufc product not great one fc i think is best yeah one championship has great potential i think ufc is stagnant they're very stagnant right they have like the only way they can say where they're at is you know well they have all the money all the power but they have to keep convincing people that just because they say so their guys are the best and there's a guy out there that I think might be the best heavyweight in the world right now. Um, but we'll get to that guy later. Okay. Zuck, uh, Tyler Jordan's stupid name says Zuck trains with Mikey Musumeci. Uh, he has, there's a video of him training with him, but he's trained under Dave Camarillo, my old jujitsu instructor. Like they worked quite a bit together. So Dave's doing some really cool things. Let's give back to the bare knuckles. All right, Davis and uh, Peralta. Davis and Peralta. This was a pretty good fight, too. I've, I've seen Davis fight uh, a number of times. He's tough. He's good. <clears throat> what is he, 3-1-1 one one now in BKFC? Says uh, Peralta's first fight. Now, I got to say, I got to say, when you see, like, the body of the person, you see the weigh-ins, you just see them being announced, you see them standing there. I will say a lot of times you can look at them and you can kind of guess, I'm sorry, but physiognomy, you can kind of guess who's tough and who's going to perform well. And I was wrong on this one. Okay. Uh, Peralta, he didn't look very assuming. He didn't look that dangerous. Right. But once he got in there, you could kind of see he had power. He did have some power. He was overwhelmed by Davis, though. He did not have Davis's skill level. And Davis is really long, man. He's, he's a tall guy. He's got a lot of reach. And he was able to uh, do some good work in there with Peralta. <clears throat> um, yeah, Davis, he was noticeably larger and longer. Uh, Davis landed a straight jab to the left eye. And that's, that's what did it, right? Uh, it looked like the pinky knuckle. Like that pinky knuckle caught caught like the corner of the eye. I don't know if he just poked him in the eye and he couldn't see, or 
he might have fractured that orbital. I didn't see any medical reports or any suspension stuff, whatever. I didn't look either. But, like, you guys tell me if you saw anything. Uh, but, like, you know, that there's that bone isn't that thick. And bare knuckle, man, he, he hit him with, like, bink, right on that corner of that eye. They slow, showed in slow-mo a few times. And um, that looked pretty nasty. And we've said it before. We've talked about it before. The knockouts and bare knuckles, they're just different. They just hit different. Like, you see guys get hit and take a step back and then take a knee. And they're like, you know, it's just wild. It's wild. Um, yeah, he got, he got a pinky in the eye. We'll see. We'll see what he does if he comes back and has another fight. But Davis, Davis is looking clean, man. He's looking good. He's looking good. I don't like I don't like how they have the uh, – they don't have the details at the bottom out here good enough. Let's get that fixed, bare knuckles. I want I want better weight weight stuff here. This is like all over the place. What was their weight for the fight? Show the actual weight for the fight. What did they weigh in at? What how tall are they? You know, give us some of that stats. Give us some of those good stats. Okay. Next fight. Boswick and uh, Lozano. And I gotta say, they weren't they weren't bad fights. The last two fights, so two main event, the command event, and the command event, they were a little they they were a little off for me. They were still good. The guys still performed pretty well, but I think like both fights, the guys over over uh, respected each other. Too much respectification going on, right? So <clears throat> this Lozano Bostwick fight, I've seen Bostwick and Lozano fight multiple times before. Big punchers come in hard and fast, and they usually sit in the pocket and 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 do a lot of damage to. The, themselves and the other guy um there was a lot of feeling each other out in the first round uh they both had pretty good defense but uh not uh so much damage done to either guy at all there weren't a lot of big punches landed not a lot of clean uh punches landed uh it was more of the same for the second round both guys were swinging big but they missed mostly there weren't again there weren't any big punches landed third round was more of the same uh, i couldn't tell who was winning uh, same thing with the fourth round. Like I had, I couldn't pick who was one of those fights. Both guys were they were punching a lot and they were moving a lot, but I feel like they were not getting in to that pocket. They weren't getting into the pocket when they need to, and they weren't staying in that pocket like they usually do. I think there was well too much respect uh, from each other in that fight. Could be that Bostwick was fighting up a weight class. Right? He said after the fight that he he's he's truly the weight class below. He just wanted to stay active. That's why he took this fight. So maybe he was he was being a little bit extra cautious because Lozano is a big puncher and a bigger guy in a bigger weight class. So I get it. I get it. You know. Uh, so hopefully we'll see a little, a little bit. Not a bad performance, but a little bit. You know, more entertaining performance for Bostwick in the next, in the next one where he sits in the pocket a little bit more uh, to get to get that knockout. But yeah. Still, they both fought harder. Still, still fun to watch. Still fun to watch for sure. And uh, let's get the main event. Okay, main event. I was really excited about this. Palomino and Lily. Like I, I fought on cards uh, with in WSOS. Palomino, the guy just delivers some great fights. He's tough. Got a great chin. Hits hard. Durable. You can talk about grit. You can talk about grit. He's gritty. Lily, Lily, 
also very gritty. He looks like a wiry guy, you know, English guy, wiry. Looks like he came off the bar stool at the pub, finished his pipe, put out a cigarette, and, and went to work. Like He's just a, a, a scrawny, tough-looking dude. I mean, not tough-looking, but a tough guy. He doesn't look like much if you just looked at him. He looked like, you know, just normal, normal, skinny guy. But, like, he's a beast. He's a monster. He's one of those guys that don't judge a book by its cover. Okay? <laughs> because he doesn't he doesn't look assuming, but he's eight, what eight one and one now. I think that's not long because he lost that fight. And Palomino's what uh nine and oh. So these guys have tons of bare knuckle experience. Um they're on another level with almost double digit fights in bare knuckles. It's pretty that's pretty crazy. Well, I guess it is double digits for Lily. Um but yeah, first round. A lot of respect from both guys. Um, Palomino lands a solid punch, staggers Lily, uh, but Lily recovered in the clinch before the end of the round. Um, number three was another pretty even round. There was no clear, there was no clean punches that were landed by either guy, really. It was kind of like the fight before. Um, fourth round opened with a lot of action in the first 30 seconds but then they kind of uh punched out i think a little bit they both landed some good punches in that in that first 30 seconds and then things kind of evened out uh and they slowed down for the rest of the round if they could have keep in that that pace that they were throwing that that 31st 30 in that 31st 30 seconds of that fourth round if they would have opened with that and kept with that this fight probably would have been over in the first round or a second round uh but yeah you know they're trying to they're trying to win a belt, you know, they're trying to be the champ. So, yeah, there's a little strategy in there. They're being a little bit uh, res overly respectful, I think. Um, and both needed to sit down in the pocket a little bit more. Uh, and then the fifth round was the best round for Lily, but there still weren't enough clean power punches landed for him to, to do any, you know, significant damage or to pull away and win the fight. Solid fight, both guys, solid performance. Both guys are excellent fighters, you know, excellent bare-knuckle fighters built for this stuff. <laughs> they're, they're built for it, you know. Um, uh, they, they're gritty. They can take the damage. They, they got good tools to use, good fights. I'll, I'll always tune in for Lily and Palomino for, for real. <laughs> like, ah, what am I talking about? I'll tune in for all bare-knuckle fights. Show me some bare knuckle violence. I'm in. I'm in. Let's go. <laughs> My kid. Oh man. Ooh. <laughs> Tyler Dern's a stupid name. Says from bum fights to billionaire bras. The internet is undefeated. <laughs> oh my lord. Oh wow. Anakin. <clears throat> Is saying, I just looked it up, and Bryce Hall is fighting uh, G. Perez in August for BKFC 48 WTF. It's a it's a hard way to get likes. It's a hard way to get likes. It's, it's a it's a very hard way to get likes. Oh my goodness! Hey, you know I'm gonna be popular on the internet. Let's fight people bare knuckle with limited experience. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know, man. And it's commissions, man. 
The guys, the guys had what one? He had one boxing. Whoever this guy is, I have no idea who he is. Bryce Hall. So this guy's had what one YouTube boxing event, and the commission's going to let him fight a seasoned veteran, bare knuckle. Isn't the commission's kind of job and duty to keep <laughs> athletes safe? This this seems kind of not safe. <laughs> seems kind. You know, I respect I respect the the will to want to go in and do it. But there still has to be like some safety measure of somebody overlooking this. Like, yeah, you know what? Mm, one uh, celebrity boxing match deal with 16 ounce gloves isn't quite the same as <laughs> bare knuckle fighting. I don't know, man. What do I know? I know nothing. Title says it all. <laughs> all right, man. What do we have next? What do we have next? Let's talk about uh, let's talk about UFC because I didn't see all the UFC, so I can get through it pretty quick. I didn't want to spend some time on the other thing. Uh, I did not see uh, much. Man, I missed a lot of fights that I wanted to see. I didn't get to see Brendan Allen fight. Uh. Yeah, I didn't get to see Dumas with the decision. Jack Jenkins with the decision. I didn't see that. Uh, Mariscal with the decision over Peak. Van decision over Zumagulov. Zumagulov. Ricci decision win over Robertson. Rebecci over Rabzadbov. TKO in the second round. Randy Brown over Terman decision. Neil Magny the decision over Philip Rowe. I didn't get to see any of those fights. Anything I should be no uh, knowledgeable of? Anything significant from them? I did not see Brendan Allen win with a submission over Bruno Silva. I did not see that. I did catch a good portion of David Onama and. Gabriel Santos. Now, Onama, I don't know if I know him. I can't place if I've, if I've seen him fight before. Onama. So, okay, this looks like yeah, this is UFC debut. I don't know if he had a contender series fight or anything. You guys fill me in on that if that's a thing. But it looked like that was his first UFC fight. He's 11-2, and two, and he scored a second-round knockout. It was vicious. It was a vicious knockout. He, uh, it's a nice uppercut, and the guy just lights out, jab, uppercut, snuck it in really well. Oh. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All pro? Are you serious? All pro Lamont Z says uh, he got TKO'd. He's talking about this Bryce fella. So he got TKO'd by another YouTube scrub. <laughs> he got TKO'd by some YouTube scrub, but now he's going to come in and fight a professional who's had multiple professional fights, bare knuckle. Bro, come, what is the commission doing? Anything for dollars, right? Anything for dollars. Who cares if the guy dies? <laughs> I just, I don't think that he's prepared for this. 
And, and if he's going to do it, make him fight somebody who's got zero for bare knuckle fights also. Make him fight somebody who has one other other fight ever. Oh, my goodness. Andy Lee filling me in here saying Emmers was Rod versus Jenkins. He was 1,700 headed into the decision. Minus 1,700. Anakin is telling me that uh, Neil Magny versus Philip Rowe was a fun fight to watch. You know, Neil Magny is usually pretty high energy. I know, I know he gets a lot of decisions, but he still has a lot of output and a lot of high energy. I, I enjoy watching Neil Magny fight. I, I wish he would find a way to get over that hump of fight, beating some of those top names, though. You know, make himself a player in that top five. Andy Lee, again, saying that uh, peak versus... Mariscal fight of the night guaranteed. Mm, I'm sad that I missed it. Lots of fun fights overall. Okay. Oh, all right. All right. So that led up to it. Andy Lee again says, Allen knocked down Silva prior to the finish, the submission finish. Yep. Oh, okay. So Onama has fought that? Why wasn't that on... I'm sorry, I went back to check the record. They don't have it listed. But Landwehr versus Onama was fight of the year in San Diego. I had to have seen that fight. I had to have seen that fight. Okay. But yeah, he had a really he had a peak performance, I think, with that that jab uppercut. It was pretty nasty. Yes, indeed it was. Yeah, it's wild. He's been there for a minute. I don't know why that didn't show up. <clears throat> hmm. Alrighty, alrighty. Next, next, next. We we did catch the rest of these then. All right. So this kind of really sucked. But this Austin Lane, right? This was his debut. He had a contender series fight. This guy's a monster. He's huge. Fighting heavyweight. That's exactly what they need. New blood, new big dudes. Um he looked like he was doing all right, but yeah, it was very early, you know, like not enough time to assess anything. I was really excited about this big, huge person. Tafa has been okay in there, but like not, not great. Um, you know, win some, lose, win some, lose some, but yeah, he got poked in the eye. It was a bad, it was a bad poke. It looked like he touched brain, you know, it was like second knuckle deep up in his eyeball. It was bad. And like, who's the ref checking fingernail cuts? Who's checking the who, or who's checking the fingernails before you know you're supposed to check fingernails in the back, and then before you step in the cage, you check them again. Like, Tafa had a cut from a fingernail up here, and then his eye was bloody and and all messed up. Like, I feel like if the nails might have been cut correctly, it probably wouldn't have been as as damaging of a poke. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know nothing. Uh, Macy Barber. And Hibas, Hibas, I think, what, she moved up a weight? Is that what I, I heard? She just looked undersized, and Barber just horsed her, you know? Because um, uh, Rebus was landing good stuff, but it just wasn't it wasn't enough, <laughs> you know? Every, everything Barber hit Rebus was, was twice as hard. Uh, main event was really good. It was good. Josh Emmett. Josh Emmett and Ilya Tapuria. I will say, you know, Josh Emmett is extremely tough. But I'm very frustrated. I was very frustrated watching the fight because 
Uh, Ilya Tapuria, he only really – he boxes mostly. He boxes mostly, and he throws some leg kicks in there to mix some things up. But he's very boxing-oriented with a stance and very front-heavy uh, front on leg. He puts a lot of weight on that front leg, I think, because that's kind of like a boxing thing is you're a little more front on that, heavy on that front leg and you're jabbing and whatever. And I didn't see any leg kicks from Emmett. I didn't see I – don't, I don't – you guys tell me. I didn't know if I saw any leg kicks from Josh Emmett at all. And he just got outboxed and he kept getting hit with the same type of stuff. And, uh, you know, things kept pouring, pouring, he just kept pouring onto him, cutting him, letting him up, getting hit with shots over and over again. He didn't change anything up. He didn't try a different angle to attack. Kick the legs, chop the legs, stay outside. If you're getting pieced up with hands, start chopping the legs. Uh, he also didn't work inside to try to do any wrestling, any clinching. He just stayed on the same exact game plan, hoping that what wasn't working would work eventually. You know, um, just getting inside and trying to throw big punches. That's kind of like all I was doing. I, I respect the toughness, the grit of being able to keep moving forward, keep fighting, keep taking those punches. But, like, why? <laughs> why do that when you could leg kick, chop, make a miss, stutter step, get inside, clinch, do something else? And it just, it just didn't do it. It just didn't get done. Uh, and on the other end, Tapuria, that fight should have been finished in the second or third round. He had him outclassed, outmatched. Emmett didn't have much to offer other than toughness and, you know, some big power punches. But he wasn't connecting with them as much as he needed to or the way he needed to. I don't know why Tapuria didn't pour it on. Tapuria needed to pour it on, right? More volume. Do more of it. Um, he was doing great chopping the legs and, and kicking legs and disrupting Emmett's uh, cadence and his movement with those kicks, setting up more boxing. But I didn't see any of those kicks coming to the head. Why not move it? You know, low, high, mix it up. He could have finished him faster. He also did um, a good job. I think he did a good job of mixing it up sometimes. Sometimes he switched to grappling and wrestling. Boom, that's fine. That's great. Make them uh, make them respect the fact that you might grapple them. So now they've got to respect your feints more. That should set up the bigger punches, the bigger shots to get the finishes easier. Yeah, it was good. I just, I just feel more and more output. If you had more output, that, that fight's over. The fight's over in the third round, at least. My two cents. What do you guys think? Am I off on that? Did you guys see the fight? What did you think of that? Um, Andy Lee says, I'd like to see Ivlov or Diego Lopez get fast-tracked up the division. I'm not sure about who Lopez is right now, but Ivlov, Ivlov's tough. Could see that. Could see that. All right, guys. That was the UFC. Uh, I mean, possibly they do that with everybody because they don't care about overall development, guys. They do not care about developing the fighters. They don't. They're just looking for quick money right now. If promoters actually cared about developing their fighters, we talked about this last week with uh, – was it Jane, Daniel James, the big heavyweight who had no ground when he fought uh, Gokhan? 
share him, right? Uh, if you were a promoter who was making money off of your guy winning championships, why wouldn't you go out of your way to make sure that he had the training and the skills that he needed to to be the best possible fighter he could be? If you were actually concerned and invested in his performance, if, if you're just a vampire sucking their blood, you don't care about their development. You don't care at all. Why would you help this guy get good at something if you're just going to suck the blood out of him anyway? Right? So, yeah, <laughs> there's, a, there's a good chance that they should spend more time developing uh, Tapuria rather than just throwing him to the wolves, but they're not. They're going to they're, they're make, they make money now. Make money now. Who cares about getting him ready to be a dominant champion later? Make money now. Broken system. It's gross. It's gross. Boom. Hat and clogs. Thank you very much for the uh, super chat guy. I appreciate it. He says, cheese tax. Glory to our robot dog overlords. Yes, they're coming, man. Robot dogs are coming. They're on their way. Get your shirts at uh, <laughs> the... Uh, the uh, 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 and the links down below go to the link tree, right? Right there, obey those are our overlord masters. They're coming, guys. They're coming, they're going to be asking for your papers, right? They're going to be asking for uh, your opinion on things. And if you give the wrong answer, <laughs> they'll neutralize you, you will be a neutralized target. Oh, that's an interesting matchup. Anakin says, I would like to see Tapuria and Arla Allen. Could be good. Could be good. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. It's time. Main event. <laughs> Main event of the show. Okay. Um, I watched 1FC. Watched 1FC. And um, there was a lot of fights. But there was one fight in particular that I think we should pay attention to. And that's that's these these handsome gentlemen right here. Arjan Bular, first champion, first heavyweight champion from India. He's come to AKA and trained before. Arjan is legit. Uh, he's kind of like a DC in the fact that if you look at him, you might not know that he's a badass fighter, right? He doesn't have a six-pack abs. He doesn't have, you know, muscle separation or whatever. But he can fight. He can wrestle. He's got power in his hands. He's a tough dude. He's tough, right? He's a good, solid heavyweight. And um, having moved around and worked with him a little bit makes this Anatoly <laughs> Malikin so much more scarier because um, – He's a monster. He's just a monster. He is, he's, uh, he's skilled. He looks smooth. He looks like, a, he looks like an, a super athletic, agile Brock Lesnar. <laughs> and this guy's a champ champ. So he was fighting. He's fighting at, 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 um, at light heavyweight. He's a light heavyweight champ. He's a light heavyweight champ. Moves up to heavyweight. He didn't look like he was giving up much size to Blue R. 
So this this guy's either either cutting monster weight for <laughs> for light heavyweight, but this guy, he's, he's scary, man. He's uh, aggressive. He hits hard. He has good movement, and I'm saying he may be the best heavyweight in the world right now by a lot. I I would I I I I would wager. You guys can you guys can give me heat. I would wager. I'd like to see him and John Jones fight. I, I I like him over Jones. I do. I like Anatoly over Jones. I would like to see Anatoly and Naganu fight. That's the fight to make. That is the fight to make, right? For for the true purpose of sport of discovering who is the best. I don't care about your. Let's have a show and just have celebrities and blah, 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 people with a lot of likes and whatever gay crap on i don't care about that stuff i don't i want to go who's the best fighter in the world i don't care if you know who he is or not screw you <laughs> really don't i don't care if dana can profit off it or not screw that bald wife beater let's find out who the best heavyweight in the world is this guy looks scary this guy looks legit i think he gives naganu a good fight i'm not saying he beats him i'd like to see these guys stand next to each other and get a, a size a size them up but this guy looks big and scary, and I'm thinking he's a really big like heavyweight because they do the the special weight thing in one FC for hydration. So he, I don't think he's really making 205, right? The light heavyweight's really like what 215 maybe. So if he only has to cut down to 215, like this guy can easily get up to 245 probably, 240. Right? Am I off? Am I off? Am I missing it? Am I missing the mark? I don't think so. This guy's huge. This guy's probably fighting around 240 at heavyweight, and he's scary. He moves well. He's strong. He's got skill. He's got grit. I want to see it, man. Anatoly versus Jones. Anatoly versus Naganu. I think those those are fights to make. Let's watch them. Let's see them. Oh, wait. UFC has a monopoly, so we're getting robbed again of something great. Oh. But boxing's dead, guys. But boxing's dead. <laughs> oh, I got in some uh, some heated arguments with some really midwit dummies. Really midwit dummies. Somebody somebody couldn't understand the difference between the UFC a promotion and a whole league of teams like the NFL and NBA and MLB. They think they're the same thing. People are so stupid. They're so stupid that just because the UFC called themselves a league, the UFC is a trans league. They're a trans league. They're not really a league, but they identify as one. Oh, oh, nailed it. Nailed it. Yes. Oh, that's another. That's, oh, you just made the hair on my neck stand up. Anakin says, I would love Pavlovich versus Malikin. Ooh-wee. Ooh-wee. That's a great idea. That would be amazing. But guess what? It can't happen because Dana White's a douchebag and Ari Emanuel is an evil piece of crap. And we are robbed. We are robbed of the ability. We don't get cross-promotion. We don't get cross-promotion. And these scumbags... They don't even have a good excuse now why not to make John Jones and Naganu. The PFL runs on ESPN. So does the UFC. 
There is literally no reason why these two people, these two organizations can't come together and make that fight. Zero reason. Absolutely zero reason other than UFC's greed. That's it. The only reason you don't get to watch Naganu and Jones fight is because of Dana White and Ari Emanuel are pieces of crap. That's it. Scumbags. They're stealing from you. They're stealing from you fans. You don't get to see it. You're not, you're not good enough because they say so. We don't get to watch John Jones and Naganu fight because of them. What's, what's, what's up, guys? Come on. Are you guys going to take Dana's wiener out your mouth and wake up yet? You midwit losers. <laughs> midwit losers. <laughs> That's you. But, yep, yeah, Anatoly, man, he looks, he looks dangerous. He looks like he may be, hands down, the best heavyweight in the world. Light heavyweight in the world, too, maybe. Let's make these fights happen. Come on, people. Make some dang noise. It's so silly that we don't get to watch the best fights because some of some bald wife beater loser and his <laughs> and his rape covering up boss Ari. <laughs> they covered up Ari and WME covered up Harvey Weinstein's rapes for so many years. And now they're covering up Conor McGregor's rapes. And people still want to cheer these people on. It's insane. It's insane, man. It's wild. It's totally wild. It's totally wild. And if uh, somebody thinks that, that covering up rape and complaining about people covering up rape is is virtue signaling or being woke? Like, I don't know what even to tell you, man. You can't be against crime, I guess. You can't be against crime. You can't be against crime. Nope. Nope. Oh, you're just you're just virtue signaling. <laughs> you wish you could be doing the rapes. <laughs> people are so stupid. Man. And I know that people are getting stupider because like all the all the uh, IQ tests, all the school test scores, like the last 20 years, like everybody's gotten dumber. Everybody's gotten way dumber. Everybody's gotten dumber. Everybody's gotten weaker. Their testosterone levels are dropping. People are having less sex. But hey, let's give more power to government. Let's do that. Let's give them all the power because they're doing such a great job. Yeah. Oh, man. James, why... Saying UFC losing their allure. I'm only there for the ones that's interesting. Yep, it's true. Tyler Dern's a stupid name. Says Harvey's were easier to hide than Connor's. Yeah, at least I mean Harvey. He was a big nasty pig, but he had tact. <laughs> at least he had tact. <laughs> at least he raped with style. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I'll probably get in trouble for saying these. I'll get in more trouble for saying these and joking about this than they will for the actual crime. Yes. Welcome, welcome to <laughs> the nonsense. 
of these people. AC says, Dana says Francis boxing is a gimmick and wouldn't do it and not what he does. But now he is looking to book John Jones boxing Tyson Fury. That's okay. Talks out of both sides of his mouth. Yes. Talks out of both sides of his mouth. And the fighters and people who support him talk with a penis in their mouth. And it's Dana's penis and Ari's penis. They're, they're hog roasted with Ari and Dana's wieners. And it's just spinning them. Spin them around. Yep. Anakin, Connor not fighting Chandler is upsetting, and the fact that Chandler is still waiting for Connor. Yeah, because it's a huge payday, so he doesn't lose that huge payday. But he doesn't realize that Connor's antics and all antics and all the bee crap, bull crap, and everything else that he's doing, the fight's never going to happen. Connor's done. I don't think he ever fights again. Connor McGregor never fights again. He's done. His career is over. He's done. Um, I think me and Jason Bergman has talked about this a little bit. We, we both kind of agreed that Connor was done before. I think they knew that Connor would never fight again before they did the Ultimate Fighter. You look at him in that show. I haven't watched any of it, but I've seen out clips or pictures at least. He looks horrible. He looks extremely out of shape. He looks puffy. He looks... He has the cocaine puff. If you ever known anybody who did too much cocaine and too much partying, they get this puffiness around them. That's what he has. He has the cocaine puff. And he's not fighting again. Like, I think we knew that he wasn't fighting again before that. I think his ankle injury was career-ending, and I think they've known for a long time that his ankle injury was career-ending, and he would never fight again. But they're not going to let on to that because he's still a cash cow, and they can still wheel him out and make a lot of money on him. They wheel him out and they put him in the Ultimate Fighter. It's like the highest grossing, most watched Ultimate Fighter ever, right? Isn't it the most? Maybe Kimbo's did better. Uh, you guys, if you know, let us know or let me know. But, yeah, um, I think they knew. I think his, his ankle break was career-ending. He's done. He'll never fight again. He'll never be able to uh, go 100% in any type of athletic competition ever again because I think the severity of the ankle injury was too much. He's not, he's not going to be able to repair it. No, no amount of, of uh, stem cells, growth hormone, and testosterone is going to repair that ankle, especially with the amount of cocaine he's doing. <laughs> and I think the UFC is just playing along with this, right? Just pretending that he's going to fight again in order to get more and more money. Off, off of the Ultimate Fighter. And now we're going to lose a bunch of time and a bunch of fights that we could have seen Michael Chandler fighting in because he's not in on it. He's not in on it. And he's sitting and just waiting. He wants that payday. He wants the, he wants the biggest payday he's ever had in his entire life. He wants that one fight that's going to pay him more than all his other fights combined. And he's going to sit around and wait for it. And he's going to miss out on a bunch of fights. And we as fans, again, are going to be robbed by the UFC. We're going to be robbed again. Snakes. Snakes in the grass. Oh, man. That's my that's my new conspiracy theory. Have any, anybody else been talking about that? Anybody else brought that up? That Connor's ankle break was career-ending? Has anybody said that at all? I think it was career-ending. I think he's done. I don't think he's ever fighting again. And I think they know that. And I think they've known that for a while. They're just milking you guys. They're milking the midwits. They love milk in the midwits because there's so many of them and the numbers just getting bigger. 
Boom, Tyler Durr, the stupid name, says, Connor seems off. I don't know if it's CTE or if he's always been this way, but I'm sick of him. <laughs> Welcome to the club. I I was sick of him before I ever heard of him. I had never heard of Connor McGregor for a while. I, I, I didn't watch fighting for like 10 years. I didn't watch any of it. I, I was fighting. I was traveling. I didn't know who anybody was or what was going on. I didn't watch any UFCs. I didn't watch anything, right? I go to I go to Vegas. I'm at the at the at the bar with some of my friends from high school. I haven't seen him in a long time. We're hanging out. This Irish guy sees my cauliflower here, starts talking to me. Finds out I fought in UFC. And uh what do I think about Conor McGregor? What do I think about Conor McGregor? It's a great McGregor. And I have no idea what he's talking about. And and I had to have people explain to me, oh, there's this Irish guy. His name's Connor. I'm like, okay, whatever. I don't care. And the guys wouldn't shut up. <laughs> I was just like, okay, bye. So I was soured from, from the first minute I ever heard the name. From the first time I ever heard that name, I was like, I'm done. I don't need any of this. <laughs> I was like, are these, are these your uh, this is your fans? Are these your sycophants? I'm out. I'm out. I don't even want to be anywhere near that. He was freaking hammered. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I was over it from the jump. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Hmm. Let me see. Uh, we got some more, more, more of these questions here. Uh, Brandon, okay. This might be good. Maybe next time I, I, uh, I host, this could be a good one. All right, Brandon Hunter, I'd be curious to see you and the panel do a rule zero on parenting. This could be a good one. This could be a good one. What exactly, Brandon, are uh, some of the things you're looking to hear about with parenting? Right? Because I have sons. I can't really give advice on how to raise daughters. I don't have one yet. I don't like to speak about things I don't have experience with. I can guess at things, but like I know that without experience, you don't really know. You don't really know. You can read all the books and talk to all the people you want to, but it's, it's still not the same as actually being in there and raising them. Uh, but, uh, you know, um, Rolo will probably have some good info. He's, he's got an adult daughter who did, hasn't screwed her life up. <laughs> so he's probably pretty good. Hmm. Okay. So it's not that good. James Y says, tough getting poor rating, John. Half the audience from the previous season he did. Oh, oh he did a different season? And so it's less... Okay. Andy Lee says, tough is horrible. Worse since the former UFC fighters are destroying the prospects. <laughs> so these dumbasses are like, hey, I, we got a great idea. We're going to get a bunch of old uh, fighters, uh, have them fight the young fighters, and then we can build the young fighters off of them. And then the old fighters beat the crap out of all the young guys. But the, the old guys are too old to keep using. So it's like <sighs> they shot themselves in the foot. Uh, And Ken is saying, uh, nobody ever brought up the injury. Everyone's saying that he needs to stop partying and drugs that's affecting his fighting, but the injury for sure played a role. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going on a limb, guys. I'm calling it right now. His ankle break was career-ending. He's done. He is not capable of athletic performances in anything anymore. He's done. That's it. He's done. 
maybe that's why you're seeing the spiral. I think we're seeing the beginning of a spiral. He's going to spiral even more out of control because he's, he's lost himself. He's lost. He's lost. Andy Lee says, only barstool yuppies with no soul like Conor McGregor of today. Nothing will beat the rise. Nothing will beat his rise at featherweight. Um, yeah, he, he won the fights he needed to. You can't take that away from him. You know, he beat Alvarez. He beat uh, Aldo. I give him that. But at the same time, I also know how much leveraging can go in behind the scenes. Do I think those fights were fair? Probably not. There's stuff behind the scenes always going on. They're always pulling strings, always trying to get the out outcome that they want. I, I haven't seen this. I don't know this story. Anakin, Anakin saying, seeing Nate Jennerman crying after leaving his family made me stop watching tough. I don't know the circumstances around that. Yeah. Tyler Durden's a stupid name says narcissistic sociopathy without his identity. Yeah, man, it's going to get worse. <laughs> Hopefully uh, no one dies. We're going to end up seeing a true crime, true crime Conor McGregor. Well, maybe if it's Dana, I won't be too sad. Oh, oh. Instigating violence. I'm going to get suspended. Uh, uh. Losers. Uh. And you guys know uh, a cheap and easy way to get rid of tattoos? I got this stupid thing on my finger I got to get rid of. And these idiots here in the Bay, they're such douches. Like, I'm so sick of these like woke like i want to be your friend type of businesses just i have a i have a job for you to do just do the goddamn job i don't need to know your name just do the job like they're trying to get me to drive 45 minutes to go do a 30 minute consultation and then they'll give me a price on how much it's going to take to remove the tattoo i'm like bro it's one little thing on my finger i'll send you a picture give me a ballpark oh we can't do that <laughs> I'm not wasting my day just to get a number. That's so stupid. It's the stupidest thing ever. So I'm gonna try to figure out another way. <laughs> Is there another way to do it? Can you like get something online and do it yourself? I might just like get an old rusty hanger and a blowtorch and scar it up or something. This is dumb. <laughs> I'm tired of this stupid tattoo. Not only that, James Wise saying, fact is you never handpicked your opponents throughout your career, John, and never ducked anyone. Not only that, every fight I ever had in the UFC was designed to have me beat. Everyone. There was never a fight that I was set up to have a showcased fight, to showcase my talents, to get me the highlight finish. Okay? People don't understand. There's a lot of fights that are matched up specifically to give the guy they want to give, the guy they want to push, the highlight finish. If you have somebody like who's got a great jab and you have somebody who's got terrible jab defense, that's who they put together, right? They make sure that they put the right fights together so they get the outcomes that they want. But I always threw a wrench at it. They never got the outcome they wanted because they always wanted me beat. Every fight that I put me, they put me in. They wanted me beat. Every fight, 
Every fight that I had was designed for me to lose. They did not want me to advance. They did not want me to do well from the very beginning. Uh, just to get into the UFC, I had to move up to 185 and fight an undefeated guy on short notice. I was supposed to lose that fight. I didn't. So they gave me another fight that I was supposed to lose. I didn't. I finished it. They gave me another fight I was supposed to lose. I didn't. I finished it. <laughs> then I got put on a pay-per-view. I was supposed to lose that fight too. I didn't. They wanted, they wanted to bring in the Japanese fan base. They thought I was going to get submitted. They thought this guy was going to outgrapple me. Nope. Didn't happen. <sighs> then it just kept going from there. Mm. Bum, bum, bum. All right, guys. Well, hey, uh, we've been going an hour. I covered all the fights, covered some good stuff. I hope you guys had a good time. I had fun. I had fun talking about the stuff. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I took a little notes. I took some extra notes uh, during the uh, bare knuckles so that I, I had more um, detailed descriptions of what I was seeing for those fights. I hope you guys enjoyed that. I'll keep it up. And uh, if you did, and uh, make sure you guys are checking out all my other stuff. My learn to fight videos. Make sure you're liking, subscribing, sharing, all that stuff. Uh, leave comments. Thumbs up, whatever, anything to help with the algorithms because, you know, these communist garbage people only want nonsense spread. They're going to push the, the blue-haired cucksmurf stuff all day long. And then all the other losers who identify with that loserdom are going to think that they're the majority and they're the tough ones and they're the guys who are going to make things happen. That's not the real world. That's not actually what's going on, guys. It's all make-believe. The internet's make-believe. All the likes, all the interactions, it's a lot of fakeness. There's a lot of fake algorithm stuff pushing nonsense because they want people to think that the nonsense is real. They want you to identify and glorify that nonsense and become a part of it. Reject it. Reject modernity. Reject these blue-haired losers. All right, guys? Um <laughs> stem cells what <laughs> Tyler Durden a stupid name says get rid of tattoo get some stem cells maybe a drink <laughs> all right guys thanks for watching I appreciate you all and uh, I'll check y'all later <laughs>